This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Well, 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 we're in the second half of January 2024 now, so we're still keeping tabs on our intentions for the month, for the year, building these good habits, getting rid of bad habits, you know, just practicing a lot of different things. And I know, I know, not everybody buys into this stuff, but still, the conversations continue on Kelly and Romeo in these veins. So let's continue with that with Julia Carantis, our nutritionist. Courageous. Join me on Kelly and Ramya as we dive into the wonderful world of nutrition and wellness with tips to stay healthy and live a vibrant lifestyle. And Julia, this conversation is more uh, like seasonal, so we don't even necessarily have to peg it as a new year convo. We're chatting about healthy habits to keep our immune system strong this winter. Excellent. Yeah, I I did make it seasonally specific. Mm -hmm. Winter is here now, more officially, in my opinion, because we now have snow and the temperatures are getting very low. Yeah, I mean, they dropped really quickly. Um, You know, and with that comes a lot more time inside for people and a lot more time inside with larger groups. You know, instead of going to the park or doing things outside, you're going to museums or things that are inside or inside parties, inside gatherings, inside family dinners. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more people gathering inside. And with that comes a lot of circulating germs. And therefore, you know, there's an experienced increase in colds and other respiratory issues. So today we're talking about some things to do daily that will help give your body a fighting chance. We have talked about these things before at one time or another, but today we're going to condense just a few of them. And maybe you might find one that resonates with you that you might easily incorporate into your day. Yeah. When you say indoors and inside, I think of car rides and such as well. You know, like now we got everything coming back, our Uber shares and and all of these things. And you're getting inside with uh, people on buses and all this other stuff. A lot more bus riding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't want to walk outside when it's minus 10 and your face hurts. Exactly. Like, so. you know. Yeah, and you're not necessarily so, keeping your windows open. So exactly, these the circulations have closed. Yes. Um, how many yes. habits are you going to talk about today, Julia? I'm only going to talk about four. Okay. Uh, four things that you, you could do one, you could do two, three, or four daily that will help to ward off illness this winter. The first one is really basic. We talk about it all the time. Every time I make a list about wellness, it's usually on the list. Mm, let's think, see. Um, I, let me guess. Does it have to do with water? Yeah, it's your favorite thing to bring up. I love that, Kelly. I knew it. it, Good. All right. But, you know, it's fun when we talk about water, we can, like, talk about the different mechanical things that are happening in the body. And so it's not just a blanket statement of water is so great. Specifically, yes, you want to stay hydrated because it helps with the immune system in regards to keeping the lymphatic system circulating. So the, the, the lymph is the fluid that surrounds the body's tissues. And in this fluid are vitamins, nutrients, right? This fluid acts like a transporter in the body. So when Mm -hmm. it's circulating, it's carrying, for example, in this case, immune system cells. So it is really important to stay hydrated for the immune system. 
And yeah. so, yeah, stay hydrated. I mean, and maybe that's yeah. tea, maybe that's water, maybe that's um, broth, you know, well, yeah, broth, it, it, bone broth. It's kind of funny, Julia, because of course we have the selection of waters. Oh, that'll yes. dehydrate you. We'll go and say that regardless, but the bottom line is, it's all good for you. Maybe maybe you got to mix it up a little. You can't drink too much coffee or or tea. You know, it, yeah. it, it's wonderful, but you do have to be mindful. Um, nothing like that. You know, God's greatest gift, water. Yeah, just water. It's so it's so great. And if you have to flavor it, flavor it. But mm. it's important. It's important. And it's not just, again, these are things that you're saying, keep it going on the daily, not just when you're sick, amp up your water intake. Or your exactly. So, yeah, I mean, these things, you know, in my world, in the holistic nutrition world, we, we do chat a lot about preventative measures mm -hmm. as opposed to the curative ones. I mean, there's lots of things we can do when we are sick, but what we want to do is keep our bodies healthy and strong to prevent Yep. prevent the illness from setting in. Okay, cool. So what else can we do? Well, we've talked about the benefits of fermented food before and how they help supply our body with good bacteria, which we need for our immune system. So the good bacteria is actually very supportive of our immune function. And so another habit to get into would be to eat one, maybe more fermented foods a day. Um, this obviously is different based on your taste buds. Uh, Here it comes, Rom. Kefir. Here it comes. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be gentle on this one. Uh, Kefir is <laughs> a really watery yogurt, makes a great addition to a breakfast. You can use it as a topping on oatmeal or as like a milk alternative. You could have cereal with kefir or granola. You could eat it that way. Um, obviously drinking kombucha would be perfectly acceptable or adding a spoonful of sauerkraut to your plate or kimchi. So I personally, I'm very sensitive to spicy foods. And so I find kimchi a little too spicy for me. So I, you know, I don't do that one, but I like sauerkraut and I like kombucha. So that's kind of where I hang out. But we know mm -hmm. that these fermented foods could have a bit of a unique taste. So I do encourage people to try a couple of them. You know, if you ate so, something and you didn't like it, it doesn't mean that you wouldn't like something else. I, I like how there's different ways you can, especially the kefir, um, which yeah. I have not tried. Somebody at one point, <laughs> funny enough, it's so familiar and it seems like yesterday, made me go after kombucha. It was like a homework assignment. I, <laughs> I, I remember that happening somewhere. Not sure I remember where. But anyway, uh, Julia, I, you know, I, I've never thought of the sauerkraut, but so many of these things, I love the fact that you can do the different things with them because we need that help encouraging. But you say spice for yourself could be that kind of something you got to be sensible. But we have talked as well on the program um, about some of the health benefits of the spices out there. Could adding some of that to our cooking help us as well in this case? Yeah, so spices like ginger and garlic, for example, have antiviral benefits. So trying new recipes or dishes that have these spices in it is a great idea. Or perhaps, you know, maybe you really like mint tea, but maybe ginger tea could be your new habit instead. Oh. So not only are you staying hydrated, but you're consuming ginger, which is a great 
spice for the body. Um, and so, you know, this could be your new winter habit. I have a habit of always doubling the amount of garlic that a <laughs> recipe says to use. That, yeah. I, and yeah, so I always, I mean, if it says three cloves, I am definitely adding six. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. That, Girl after no, my own heart. I just so good. like it. So I just double it. And then, and especially in the winter when I'm sick, I thought, okay, well, you know, you can't go wrong. Yeah. I'm just going to add a bunch of garlic. But I also like the flavor of garlic. Of the and then garlic. Just, just yep. scooching back to your previous comment, Kelly, about kombucha. You know, I've actually had a lot of kombuchas and I don't love them all. There's mm -hmm. a couple no. brands that I now learn and flavors even that I like. I mean, I've had a ginger kombucha and whew, I mean, that really stayed with me. But then I've had, you know, more, more gentle flavors and I really enjoy them. So, you know, de depending on the brand and or the flavor, again, I think I just like the straightforward thing. Yeah, like non -flavored. flavored. Yeah, I I tend to like that, but I would want to drink it more than I'm willing to pay for it. You know, like I do enjoy it, and well, I go, oh, right. this is good. Yeah, so maybe you know, drinking a ginger tea from a tea bag every day is it just makes more sense. I I mean, maybe yeah. I like it. I I'm a tea drinker, so it's a habit that I can get mm -hmm. into, especially in the winter. I don't totally love drinking cold drinks when yeah. it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and and again, I think it's okay changing that up, isn't it? If you particularly say come November <clears throat> through April, I'm drinking the ginger tea, but there's that kind of thing that comes in whether it's the spice. I mean, you th I think you're covered with the spices, but just to change any of these up for for people that feel well and to do it every day, sometimes we make out that that's so hard to do. I uh, yeah, starts it, feeling I monotonous. Do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could get monotonous. I, I mean, some you know, maybe today you're having a ginger tea, tomorrow you're having sauerkraut with your sausage, the next day you're trying kefir, the day after you're just making it a habit of getting 10 cups of water a day, mm -hmm. you know, and you're not worried about the tea or you're not worried about the kefir if you're out and about and it's not happening. But just to be mindful that, you know, there's things that you could incorporate into the day that would be really helpful for the body. Exactly. And even with the water, as you said, right off the top, there's more than one way to get the water in you, mm. right? You're not just having to yeah. chug eight liters a day or something like that, whatever the Well, and sometimes is. some of that is to do it better early, like water, especially. I know and as much as I day, love water, I don't yeah, drink it as much yeah. as I used to because if you end up putting other things in there, you get full, you don't think, and I don't ever, you know, thirst like, oh my gosh, I need, and it, it's it's a thought, and I know others feel the same about certain things, and I think you've got to make it part of a regime, uh, whatever yeah. you're using, and, and just not think too much about it, not try to let yourself get sick of it, mm -hmm. but also don't think too hard, no, I have yeah. to do that today, or look the for pressure. that thing you like that kills you eating it, you know, or having it, yeah. I'll it until you, until you do it 10 times in a row. Yeah, you don't want it to feel like a, a chore. But exactly. if you're if you're a tea drinker, maybe you go the tea route. If you know you're a granola and yogurt eater, maybe you know then you're I trying to keep it. So you, you, yeah, you just try to you know figure out what would blend into your routine that doesn't feel like it's something that you have to do. Um, for Mondays, Julia, we're gonna we have one more habit we want to get to, and this is a really easy one for the winter. But before that, you talked about spices. I'm just curious about curious about heat like spicy hot food yeah uh, like cayenne yeah exactly like peppers yeah. and all that stuff do you is there any benefit to that during the winter i'm thinking more like anecdotally we sri yeah. can eat a lot of hot food during the winter and say yeah. like we're sweating it out whatever's in you is yeah, bound to come so out now 
so warming and grounding. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, instinctively people do eat seasonally and you don't, you know, in the summer you're having a salad that feels cool in the winter. We're having a lot more hot food, but then we're adding those Mm -hmm. really warming spices onto it. Like, you know, the spices that are actually increasing the, you know, the spice level of the meal. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I, I do. I do think so. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Uh, one more, the last thing that you want us to continue working on with good winter immune boosting habits. Get in the habit of taking the vitamin D. It is as important as you probably have heard. We aren't outside as often for as long in the winter. And when we are, we're very covered up. Our skin is not exposed. And so we're not getting a lot of vitamin D, if any vitamin D from the sunlight. Um, And this is really interesting. StatsCan collected blood samples of over 10,000 people between 2016 and 2019. And the results stated that 49% of men aged 20 to 39 had insufficient levels of vitamin D. And that same cohort of females was a little bit behind them at 38%. Um, So, you know, having insufficient levels is a real I don't want to say the word threat, that sounds so looming, but it's a real possibility because we can see now that, you know, there's lots of people that don't have enough because it is hard for us to get it from the sunlight and the climate that we live in. And, you know, the great thing about vitamin D is that it comes in so many forms. It comes as a pill. It comes as a soft gel. And if you don't want to swallow something, you can get it as a dropper and, you know, literal drops uh, where you probably wouldn't even notice it on your tongue. And if that is also not, you know, a method that you want to go with. There's also a spray um, and the sprays obviously sometimes have flavor as well. And so, you know, one spray and then you, you know, it's like a medicated dose, you know, that that's, you know, 500 IUs or a thousand IUs of vitamin D per spray and it's pretty direct. And so the nice thing about the vitamin D is there's a lot of different ways to take it. And so if you are and somebody you that's you particular. You can't overdose it, on that really either, can you? Yeah. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, not in the, no. In, not in like Canada, some others. You know, we're not selling pills of 10,000 units where it it might be a bit of a problem. Yeah. There's still lower doses, you know, that we're selling. And I, I think a lot of doctors are also on board with this now and recommending to a lot of patients to take their vitamin D. And so there's so many different ways to take it. Liquid pill, gel, gummy, you could chew it like a gummy. That's when you start overdosing because you eat the whole bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. A hundred percent. So good. Julia, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. No you homework would... for Ramya? The homework. Oh. Uh, well, eat more it just vitamin feels like D there should gummies. Be. Drink more water. Yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. Okay, drink more water. Yeah. Yeah. And kombucha. <laughs> will you go try kombucha again for real this time? Good. I did. It was nice. Julia Garantes is our nutritionist. She joins us. She's not just our nutritionist. She's a nutritionist. And she joins us every other week. Today we were talking about immune-boosting habits to uh, help us get through the winter and hopefully prevent getting all kinds of sick. After the break, we're going to learn about the International Blind Cafe with the founder, Jason Reynolds. And this is a facility that provides... It's not really a facility, but it's a an organization, a community that provides support, advocacy, and training to anybody in the blind, low vision community who needs it. We'll be right back. It's Kelly and Ramya. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. 
Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.